0: Good morning and welcome to Connections Radio Show where we talk about ideas that matter. I am glad that you have made the connection and are with us today. I'm Laurie Fitz your host and the goal of our show is to explore a wide range of topics that challenge us to see ourselves, our community and the world around us in ways that get us thinking, get us exploring, get us wondering, get us maybe laughing and wondering and perhaps inspired to do just a bit more uh, because we made the connection. So today we're going to be talking about an idea uh, in the making, uh, the Bloomington Veterans Memorial, and the goal of having this memorial go up in 2023, two years. The mission of this group is to design, build, and maintain a memorial to all veterans and their families of past, present, and future military conflicts. The memorial will be designed to honor and recognize all veterans, to educate the public as to why these wars were fought, and show why we should continue to honor these heroes for the freedoms we enjoy. It will be built on the grounds of the city of Bloomington Civic Plaza. It's really a place where the story of the war and story of wars uh, can be told and understood. Joining us today is someone who is a storyteller. Uh, Michael Dardis, who's been on our show to talk about his book, The Dark Side of the Sun. In his book, it touches on both the Vietnam and the World War II experiences, family and trauma, and it honors and educates and reflects in his book, which are some of the main themes of, of the memorial. So welcome, uh, Michael. We're so glad you're here today.
1: Well, thank you, Laurie. I appreciate the courtesy to be on your show again, and it's a uh, it's a it's a great pleasure to talk about this very worthwhile project.
0: You're one of the originators, the, the team of 14 that said this is important, right?
1: Yes. This came out of our basically the 50th anniversary of the Vietnam War. The Bloomington, uh, Bloomington government and uh, Northwestern College uh, in Bloomington were basically sponsoring that recognition. And when we, when we were done with that, that celebration or the recognition – Uh, The uh, thing, what 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 more did we have to do? And this is what we came out with. We felt there there was a need. There is a need for this type of memorial in the city, which does we presently do not have one. So, Mm
0: -hmm. well, I know that you've put together your elevator speech, and I normally don't have folks read their elevator speech, but it's so well done, and it really shares the reason and the background and the purpose for this. That I'm going to, you know. Disobey my my rule of never reading on the show, and and encourage you to go ahead and share what you've put together to describe the event.
1: Thank you, Lori. I appreciate that very much. The Veterans Memorial on the grounds of the Bloomington City Government Plaza will be a creative placemaking tribute to recognize and honor veterans. It will also provide a gathering place for the community to reflect upon the personal and family sacrifices of those who responded to our country's needs in peace and war. This memorial will be totally funded by, proper, property, by private contributions and will not include any tax money. The purpose of the memorial is, is not to glamorize, glamorize war, but to recognize the price of freedom. It is also important to educate present and future generations about the past causes and the repercussions of those conflicts. The memorial will not only honor but not only to honor the and celebrate the sacrifices, a place and aid but be a place to aid in the healing of those who have borne the full burden of service. Service members from the six military branches will be recognized. This will be in the order that they were created by Congress: the Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Coast Guard, Air Force, and finally the Space Force. Each service branch will have a armature or a pylon, as I guess I would call it, that runs the length of the memorial. Individual service members will be honored with hanging metal dog tags depending on their branch of service. Paralleling these pylons will be two paths. One will be for the path that the veteran would have taken alone, and the other would be the path the family had to take. The paths will meet at a flagpole that will have an American and a POW flag. Further on will be a quiet place for contemplation with a vertical light source, to reflect the spirit of the service personnel, and their families.
0: Quite a journey, journey to get to where you are now, and a journey of where you need to get to be able to have this dream become a reality.
1: Yes, it's been a, it's been a it's been a joy, but it's been a, a lot of work. A lot of work indeed.
0: Yeah. Now, Dean Phillips is someone that's been supporting you on this journey.
1: Yes, Dean Phillips is a Gold Star son. Uh, he lost his father when he was six months old in Vietnam. His helicopter was, was shot down. And he's been very supportive of Veterans Affairs, and we've been most appreciative of his support uh, in this as well. Now, he
0: did a video, and so what I'd like to do is share Congressman Dean Phillips' um, message about why this is important to him as well.
2: Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm Congressman Dean Phillips, and I'm honored to join you today to highlight the tireless work that Bloomington Remembers Veterans is doing to design, build, and maintain Bloomington's first memorial to honor veterans of past, present, and future military conflicts. Designed by Leo A. Daly, a Minnesota company with deep ties to Bloomington, the memorial is to be built on the grounds of a beautiful civic plaza, the very center of Bloomington's civic and cultural life. Creating a dedicated space to honor our veterans in a public gathering area such as this will serve as a wonderful and lasting testament to the great reverence our community has for the service of our American heroes, and also the sacrifices that they and their families have made for the freedoms that all of us enjoy today. As a Gold Star son myself who lost his father in the Vietnam War in 1969, I share that reverence for those who've served in uniform, and I know all too well the sacrifices made by their family members back home. I want to salute the all-volunteer staff of Bloomington Remembers, most of whom are veterans themselves, for taking up this project and for working to see it to fruition. Your work on behalf of your fellow veterans is wonderfully inspiring, and I look forward to visiting the completed memorial sometime soon in person. I also want to thank the individuals, businesses, and organizations, the number of them, who have supported the Bloomington Veterans Memorial Project through contributions of both time and treasure. As with most things worth doing, it is not easy work but it will be a beautiful and lasting legacy once it's all done. For those who are looking to get involved, I hope you'll take some time and learn more about the project by clicking on the links above. I want to thank you for your interest and for your commitment to those who have served our extraordinary country. May God continue to bless our veterans and their families, and may God bless America. Thank you.
0: Now in that video, he mentions clicking above. So <laughs> I wanted to let the audience know <laughs> they don't need to click above their head. Um, that was actually a video that would, would show up um, on, the, um, on the, uh, the website. And I want to share the website with you. It's Bloomington Veterans Memorial. Dot org Again, that's BloomingtonVeteransMemorial.org. And uh, I encourage you to visit. there's It's a wonderful website. I know that's one of the things that you felt was very important, Michael's to put together a really good website to tell the story.
1: Yes, we've been very pleased. Uh, and we, we're expanding the website. And that website will be also used to, I believe, tell the story of veterans as we begin to honor them individually. Uh, we're in the process yet, it's a little bit early for us to – to speak to that, but uh, we do want to use that, and, and it 's uh, modeled after some other sites around the country where we, we, where there 's a lot of information about the vets they 're more than just a name, mm-hmm. and that 's really where we want to create on that as well.
0: Tell me a little bit about when the fourteen of you got together and said we want to do something more what What happened during that time when you all looked at each other and, and tell me how this has evolved into this um, this lovely recognition.
1: Well, as, as we were sitting down and uh, building, we, we were actually a group that was also working to to uh, set up recognition ceremonies for the veterans, uh, for the Vietnam veterans during that period of time about five years ago. Uh, we set up a, a veterans picnic. We set up a veterans uh, dinner at Northwestern. When we were through with all that, uh, we had a listing of things, of so any other things we would like to have seen to do. And this came up as the number one project that Veterans Memorial was something that we all believed was something that was needed and uh, we would like to work on and that's how it got started.
0: And the hope is it's – even though it's located in Bloomington, this is a place that you hope all Minnesotans will feel um, drawn to support and be a part of.
1: Yes. It's not just limited to people from Bloomington and in that situation. I have relatives that uh, that I have – some that have lived here briefly uh, some have not lived here, but I would I want to reflect and honor them through that as well. Uh, so it's it's much broader than that, and uh, we don't want to limit it just to a certain geographic location.
0: But you felt very strongly it needed to be in Bloomington because you felt that there was a void there.
1: Well, Bloomington's our home. I've mm-hmm. I've lived there for forty forty some years. Uh, we, we know what the need is, and the city recognizes it as well. We have had great support from the city. Uh, elected leadership, the mayor, mm-hmm. the council, uh, and we're getting uh, strong support now from the city businesses. Uh, that's beginning to take off, and I think the next couple of months is going to be quite a, quite an amazing response. People have already responded to us individually. We've had mm-hmm. quite a few contacts in the community through the farmers markets and other activities that we've, uh, we've had people talking and, and meeting with people to get their feeling as well. And it's been very supportive.
0: One of the aspects that you told me about is the placement of this um, puts people in the center of things. So it's very near the farmer's market. It's very near, you know, other places that um, would people would cross paths, have paths yes. intersect.
1: Yes. Well, we looked at a number of sites and uh, some that were not on the city property, uh, but we chose the city property is probably the best combination for facilities, for attractiveness and so forth. It's going to be a beautiful landscape uh, piece of architecture uh, mm-hmm. as well. So it's it's going to be attractive and it's going to be useful. It's going to be reflective and meaningful for people. And it's in a great location for that.
0: Well, in our next segment, I'm looking forward to having you tell me a little bit more about the architect and how the architect was chosen, um, what what has been interesting in the development process with this that is unique and important um, that really honors having voices be heard. So with that, I'm going to encourage you all to stay with us, uh, learn more about this wonderful memorial um, that really honors all veterans and their families. Stay with us and we'll learn more about the architect and the plans for what this memorial will look like.
3: We'll be right back.
4: Next Chapter Booksellers has some big new book releases coming out this fall. Works from Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Bruce Springsteen, and Paul McCartney are being released in October. And you can find them all at Next Chapter Booksellers off Snelling and Grand in St. Paul. The store is open for in-person browsing, but if you're not comfortable shopping in person yet, Next Chapter Booksellers still provides free shipping for orders over $50. More at nextchapterbooksellers.com.
5: Hi, this is Kirk Duckwall with
4: Bricks Real Estate and the Twin Cities Real Estate Show here on AM950. With home prices at all-time highs, do you want to downsize but don't know where to start? With the fast-changing market, I can help with timing, pricing strategy, home preparation, and much more. Take the worry of selling away and give me a call today at 651-303-0019. I've helped many AM950 listeners sell their houses, and I can help you too. Ryan here with locally owned Snap Construction. Hey, hey, hey. Too much snapping. I have an important message. Roofing, siding, insulation, and window material rates have come down considerably. Production is up. Best of all, there's still time to lock in one of the many great city, state, and federal home fix-up loans with rates as low as 0%. Some cities are even offering no repayment until you sell or refi we don't expect these programs to last much longer. Snap to it and set up your no-obligation inspection quote for your roofing, siding, windows, or insulation job today. Your Snap Construction remodel expert can lay out all the options for your roofing, siding, window, insulation project, along with all rebates, incentives, and federal, state, and city financing programs that you qualify for. Call Snap Construction today, home of the lifetime craftsmanship warranty. For over the last decade, we are arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, insulation contractor, in the Twin Cities. Don't take our word for it. Google us. SnapConstruction.com, 612-333-SNAP.
0: I'm Candy Braffle, publisher of the Twin Cities edition of Natural Awakenings Magazine and host of Green Tea Conversations, a new show for people who are on a journey to take responsibility for their health and play a more active role in their family's well-being. Join me every Sunday at 10 a.m. as I interview local experts who share the latest in natural holistic approaches in a fun and informative way. So grab a cup of tea and join the conversation as we awaken to natural health. Visit us at naturaltwincities.com.
6: Check out the award-winning Hazel's Northeast in Minneapolis on the corner of 29th and Johnson for a delicious meal any time of the day. Breakfast favorites include Jean's Mean Fried Egg Sandwich and the Drunken Banana French Toast. While for dinner, try selections like the fabulous Swedish Meatballs or Wild Rice Gumbo. Hazel's Northeast is located on the corner of 29th Avenue and Johnson Street, just a few minutes away from 35W. View Hazel's menu, make a reservation, or place a takeout order at
0: hazelsne2go Hazel'sne2go.com. Welcome back to Connections Radio Show. I'm Laurie Fitz, your host. Today we're talking about the Bloomington Veterans Memorial. And that is a goal to be completed by 2023. This was founded in 2018. Uh, Bloomington Remembers Veterans is a nonprofit registered as a 501c3 organization, and they're committed to providing the citizens of Bloomington with meaningful, lasting tribute that honors all service members who have served in any conflict involving the United States. Um, It's staffed by an all-volunteer committee and their dedicated community members, the majority of whom are former veterans from branches of the armed forces. And in working in partnership with the city of Bloomington, they're charged to fund the memorial and oversee its ultimate construction. And the organization's founding and vision of this project is a result of the city of Bloomington's um, involvement as a commemorative partner in the 50th anniversary of the Vietnam War. Today we have one of those 14 members who launched this idea and who is a storyteller himself. We have Michael B. Dardis who wrote The Dark Side of the Sun. He's been featured here on AM 950 on our radio show here on Connections Radio Show. And that book touches the Vietnam and the World War II experiences. So you bring um, a depth of understanding being a veteran yourself – uh, as well as a storyteller and someone committed to making um making some a, a place take a, 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 to creating a place for both veterans and their families,
1: thank you, Laurie. I appreciate that very much, and I hope so at least and I think that's that's helped me certainly understand and to appreciate the value of this memorial right now that, that we're trying to establish
0: so tell me <clears> about <throat> Leo a Daly and that process that you used to um, To have uh, to have that architect uh, be your support. Yes,
1: yeah, so we went through a competitive process where we had a stipend uh, for up to four uh, different vendors to submit uh, basically a design for the memorial. And we went through an official process of scoring and evaluating each one of the each one of the contestants, uh, the contributors, yeah. and Leo Daly came out as the one we selected. Uh, we were impressed by their – the fact that they used over, I think, almost 200 of their employees who were veterans. They have a lot of veterans working for them. And the veterans came together with ideas as to what they would like to see in, the, in a memorial that they haven't saved before. And they put that forward and came through with a proposal, which we accepted.
0: And they're from here in Minnesota, right?
1: Yes. They're a Minneapolis company, but they have international exposure. They have – Leo Daly did the uh, uh, World War II Memorial in in Washington, D.C. They've done local memorials, the Fireman's Memorial in St. Paul. Uh, They did basically the uh, uh, Red Bull headquarters in Arden Hills. And they've done everything from establishing uh, uh, a university in uh, Saudi Arabia – to uh, work around Pearl Harbor, the Arizona Memorial, uh, to, pick, uh, to basically to modify that for ADA and things of that nature. So, and they, they have,
0: have a long history; they've been around since 1915.
1: They've been around a long time, and uh, they're well established. They've done a lot of work around the state of Minnesota.
0: And I visited the World War II Memorial; it's beautiful, right on the um, the National Mall. So they they bring a lot of heart to the
1: work. They do. and They redo.
0: When you <clears throat> think about. Uh, what this will look like. You you mentioned in your overview in our first segment. Um, walk us through what it will look like um, and and how these paths um, allow healing to take place as well as memory and education.
1: Well, the memorial will be alongside of a water course, uh, uh, the, basically with the Bloomington Civic Center. There's a nice pond there and so forth, so it's a relaxing process. It will lay out parallel with that with that ponding area. There will be basically two paths that uh, will be one for the veterans. That would be symbol, a symbolic path. One would be a symbolic path for the veteran. One for the the family members that would have to have borne the, their burden as well. The there are symbols. Basically, there are uh, round circles where the each one of the armed services would be identified. Those would be lit. This would be all be lit. Would be available. Year-round.
0: And that's also a place where you can sit.
1: You sit on that as partial benches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, basically, the pylons or the armatures that would run the length of it uh, or would be metal. And one would be for each one of the armed services. And the, the dog tags would hang from these the metal tags. They would be larger than the t- typical dog tag. But ideally, we would have uh, basically some kind of an identity in the back where people could use a cell phone or a smartphone to – get more of a story about the veteran, Mm -hmm. uh, more than just the name. Uh, That's the plan right now. And also to use our website, frankly, to expand that as well. Uh, And this would lead to the gathering place, the flagpole, uh, with the POW flags and the American flag, which would be the gathering place for any kind of recognition for uh, Memorial Day, uh, Veterans Day, things of that nature, or small gatherings for families. And then further on would be a place where people could uh, could go for a period of contemplation, and there would be a, a vertical light there, which was designed to reflect the spirit of the people, the spirit of the soldiers, uh, the sailors, the air people, air, airmen, and their families, uh, and what they what they contributed uh, to the to the to the overall process.
0: What intrigues me about this is that. It's why these conflicts occurred. There's an educational part of it, yes. but it's seen through the eyes of personal stories. Yes, um, and that to me is something that gives it another layer. You know, you you learn about uh, wars through history, through growing up in and your the classes that are taught and what you go through in high school and college and whatnot. Yes, and what you read. Um, but then you also have the connection that most people have of someone that they know or a family member that has gone through it. And that story doesn't always match up to just the the facts. Yeah. It, there's a deeper scent, sense to what you're wanting to explore mm-hmm. with this memorial.
1: Too often in history, you get the the 30,000-foot view from some general or something about how great the battle was or something. But you don't get to the the individual activity, the individual – person, mm-hmm. what they experienced, and that is the crux of what this is trying to get at. I think we're looking at trying to get the personal aspects of these people, what they did, who they were, if they're no longer with us, but well, what they did, and also some idea about what their families went through. For example, we're looking, still looking at how we can address the educational aspects on this, but things such as... What was it like to go through rationing of food in World War II in this country Mm -hmm. where you couldn't get things like tires and cars and gasoline and things of that nature and food? Uh, What was that like? Uh, And aspects like that that went through these different periods, uh, you know, that could be a little controversial at times. Mm -hmm. But things that we all faced, I mean, what we faced in Vietnam and and the turmoil in this country, uh, generations going forward and we, you know, we're designing this thing to try to be... Not for us, the veterans today, but for the people that will come after us, the students who will not be party to what it was like to be Mm -hmm. in Vietnam or to be in a a war situation and to have some understanding about what that was like.
0: It also seems to me that in creating the living stories – That it allows for if there are conflicts in the future, which of course we hope they're not, but history has shown us that we, it is not something that's been solved in terms of not going to war. It will give an opportunity for those that go to war in the future to have their story be shared. It will be a place that will honor not only the past but perhaps the future in a way that allows them to find a way to have that story be shared.
1: To some degree, we're reflecting that now by adding the Space Force to it because mm-hmm. that is less than a year old as a, as a branch of the Armed Services. Mm-hmm. And it's a way for us to try to address what's coming in that regard. Yes, and it's it's a critical for us to be able to address how the future will go mm-hmm. uh, and what students could come and look at that and not get the usual pitch that you get from a mm-hmm. history book or mm-hmm. something of that nature, but to see kind of almost like a living A living experience. That's Mm -hmm. probably what we would want to see.
0: The story that lives on. Yeah. yeah. With that, I'm going to need to have us go to break. Uh, But when we come back, I'd like to do a little deeper dive into the four key themes that uh, the memorial will reflect: honor, reflection, education, and community. So stay with us as we uh, we learn more about the vision of this memorial and also ways that you can play a part in helping to make this a reality.
3: Hi, this is Laura. AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, is home to some of the best political talk in the Twin Cities. Okay, the best political talk. It's been a crazy time. We endured four years of a self described, extremely stable genius who said Mexico was going to pay for the wall. He never paid off Storm Daniels, and it was ridiculous to suggest he asked another country's leader to do him a favor. Unfortunately, the COVID virus was not a democratic coast. Inequity is real. America needs solutions to our climate crisis. AM 950 is one of the very few independent progressive radio stations in the United States. Thanks to AM 950 listeners and our partners, we've stayed in business for 17 years. Go to AM 950 Radio and see all the great independent businesses advertising with us. If you have a business or know of a business that could benefit from reaching the passionate listeners that support the advertisers on this station, send me an email, laura at am950radio.com. That's laura at am950radio.com.
5: (laughs) Thank you. The <laughs> cat Patrick here for Z Floors by Zero Res. As much as my friends at Zero Res want to save every carpet and floor they service, it does come to be time for replacement, and that's just one more thing on your home improvement plate. But lucky for you, nobody knows carpet and flooring better than Zero Res, and Z Floors by Zero Res is here to help. Z Floors by Zero Res partnered with the industry leaders in carpet and flooring manufacturing to offer custom solutions for any lifestyle or budget, from top of the line leak-proof products to silky smooth luxury patterns whether you're considering hardwood carpet luxury vinyl or tile Z floors by zero res will bring their mobile showroom to your home for a free in-home consultation so when nothing but new will do check out the new zero res new flooring experience at www.z-floors.com. that's z floorscom to shop online anytime or call 9520 res to set up a free consultation. Next time on Philosophy Talk, the life and thought of John Dewey.
2: A quintessentially American philosopher.
5: A founder of pragmatism, part philosopher, part
1: psychologist, part social and educational reformer. Education, he said, is not preparation for
2: life, but life itself.
1: And democracy is the best way to achieve our highest ideals
5: and aspirations.
2: The life and thought of John Dewey. Next time on Philosophy
5: Talk. Philosophy Talk,
4: every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 2 p.m. on AM 950.
5: With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Frosty conditions in the morning, sunny skies with a high of 51, then overnight Saturday partly cloudy and a low of 36. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces has been helping find a place for fire in people's lives for over 45 years. Check them out at woodlandstoves.com. AM 950, KTNF, St. Louis Park, Minneapolis, St. Paul.
0: Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. Today we're talking about an idea that you can help make into a reality. We're discussing the Bloomington Veterans Memorial, and the goal is to have this memorial built by fall of 2023. The mission of this memorial is to design, build, and maintain a memorial to all all veterans and their families, past, present, and future military conflicts. The memorial will be designed to honor and recognize all veterans, to educate the public as to why these wars were fought, and show why we should continue to honor these heroes for the freedoms we enjoy. It will be built on the grounds of the City of Bloomington Civic Plaza. And joining us today to help talk about this uh, this vision is Michael Dardis. Michael Dardis is the author of the Dark Side of the Sun, and he has been on our show to discuss his book. And that book touches on the Vietnam and the World War II experiences, family trauma. It honors, it educates, and it reflects, which are. Some very important themes of the blooming, Bloomington Veterans Memorial goals. So welcome, Michael. Thank you for being well, with us Well, thank you, Lori.
1: It's good to be back again.
0: Absolutely. So I look at the um, website and I'm going to give the website for folks who want to take a look at this as well. As well, as perhaps you may want to be doing some donation or volunteering for this. But you can learn more at BloomingtonVeteransMemorial.org. So there are four main themes, themes listed. Honor, reflection, education, and community. Tell me about those.
1: Well, we certainly want to honor the uh, the, the veterans, and actually their families too. You know, if this is a family affair as well as a recognition of the service members. But we want to want to honor the veterans. Uh, those, uh, certainly those that served in conflict, that sacrificed, either died or they were in in combat and so forth. But more so. Everyone that served because very few service members actually fire a shot in anger. Most service members serve doing what needs to be done, whether they're on a ship at sea, whether they're supporting the, the combat, supporting the services. Uh, many of that m- – much of that goes unnoticed, unappreciated unfortunately. And we want to basically honor them for that contribution, their and,
0: time. And very often they've made great sacrifices.
1: They have. They've you know, when you're out out at sea or when you're in the service, you're in a maybe in a living like the combat troops, maybe with the combat troops, uh an air base far from home. You may may or may not have connections to your family back home. You may be getting letters. Mm-hmm. Today now with Skype and all the other things you have more, but those are still lonesome times. And you're away from family, you're aware of Maybe aware or may not be aware of things happening at home that you're worried about. Uh, you know, it's hard to say. I, I always think back to the when the Gulf War started and you had National Guard units being brought up where the husband and wife both were serving mm-hmm. and they both had to be sent and they had to make arrangements for their children to be handled, guardianship for their children for maybe up to one or two years. They had to leave their entire family to do this. Uh, those are the kind of sacrifices that that I'm seeing, you know, that we that really we have to reflect on. And uh, I really want to make sure we, we try to address.
0: I also notice in how you write it up that it really – you want it to honor the community's commitment. This is all private donations.
1: Yes, it is. All private donations. No tax money is involved with this. The uh, community – I think the community is made stronger by having – this type of a, this type of a, a structure where people can gather and share ideas and meet each other and and and, and just basically sh- share the fact that they have gone through this process. Mm-hmm. Those you know that may feel that they're alone and and unfortunately, I know from the Vietnam experience and from what I what I know the Vietnam vets, there are a lot of Vietnam vets out there that still feel alone and have never been never been integrated back into the community. Uh, They've never been welcomed home, in their own mind at least.
0: So maybe this would heal some of that isolation you're hoping?
1: I think so. When you look at people who have suffered, you know, people – not just combat deaths, but people have been injured. Uh, You've got, you know, the new new instances where the the burning dumps in in, in Iraq and Afghanistan are causing people to have almost like Agent Orange type reactions, Mm -hmm. illnesses that can't be explained and these people are suffering. PTSD issues. You know, 22 veterans every day are committing suicide right now, and it's a terrible thing to see. But it's part of this process. And it, anything they can do to help bring people together to help them understand and deal with that is is, is, is a positive.
0: And moving on, the next theme that you feel is really important is the reflection, um, to really reflect on those sacrifices that you were just mentioning.
1: I think the reflection is important to eventually decide you know what are we willing to do? I mean, this is not—we're uh, sending people into in harm's way, and then trying to get out of a, out of a conflict that perhaps we should never have been involved with. To think why, what we need to do, when we need to do it, and, and to support that, but support that concept a little bit more more freely. Seems to me
0: sometimes we get. Um, in that emergency place, right? You know, and yeah. in an emergency, you act quickly, and you don't always sort things through. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it sounds with what you're trying to do with this reflection. It's kind of a pause button. Can can we all have that pause before we commit to sending people
2: to war?
1: It is also you know possible with people reflecting what the value was of the contribution or the sacrifice that yep. somebody had made. Yeah. To have them balance that against the life, it, it never uh, – you never feel – it never – there's a hole there but it allows them to fill that hole to move on uh, to more – to uh, to uh, live a, a more normal life in that situation.
0: I think the next one, the education hit me particularly, um, the idea that war affects everyone yeah. and we don't often take that. That perspective—it's this person was involved, or this happened with our country. It hurt every one of us. It yes. hurts every one of us. There's we—we're all in this in this war, and we don't often all take the time to recognize the impact on us as an individual.
1: It, it affects society. I mean, you go back to uh, go back to World War One, with the Germans in the, G- German Americans in this country were ostracized and, and uh, minimized when America went to war with Germany. Uh, you know things like
0: and look what happened to the Japanese
1: the Japanese in World War two and somewhat the Germans too mm-hmm. uh, in World War two so they were mm-hmm. they were pushed into a you know into a into a box right. and uh, rights were taken away from them and and so forth and now with you know with the Afghan and Iraqi Wars think about what's happening with uh, basically a you know anybody with with an Arab or background in this country is is we've got a, a problem right now with that, and that's affected our society. Mm-hmm. And those things are you know whether the war created it or not, but it 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 occurred, it's occurring, and it's affecting us.
0: And then you have community, a gathering place to pay respect.
1: It helps to uh, right now Bloomington does not have a place where they could have. A gathering on certain holidays that would be directly tied into a, a, a function such as the memorial or to the to what what was the sacrifices people made.
0: I love the idea that you want to have concerts there. you, you, you want to have um, an opportunity for celebrations that have art. Um, that have recognition, that have more than just even the path, even though the path is very powerful?
1: Well, the, the, the memorial itself is a piece of art mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's a, it will be a beautiful landscape piece of architecture. And with the other structures and so forth, the, the, it is very different in that regard. So that in itself is a celebration of, of something positive um, and in a positive way, looking at how that reflects on the service of the people.
0: And as you imagine people coming there, what's your hope for what they would experience when they first come to this um, this beautiful memorial?
1: I think they would come walking – they would walk down the pass and they would be able to look over and see these symbols hanging there. And they would be curious enough to take a look at John Smith, let's say, at, mm-hmm. uh, this dog tag and, and see that John Smith –
0: and can they handle it? Can they actually touch? And, well, they would
1: be. Touch- they probably be touching it, mm-hmm. and it would be a fairly you know. It would not be the small dog tag. It would be a larger piece of metal. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think the, the tactile aspects of it, and and the the fact that if it was if we're removing this the wind chime effect, it'd uh-huh. be like the veterans are speaking to the people mm-hmm. that you know we lived, and this is mm-hmm. who we are, and maybe mm-hmm. we still live in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the spirit lives, and. All that has I think some value. I mean people it's it's a place of you know, it's not a place you go down and party. No. But it would be a place where you would walk and you would sit there and, and basically have some perception on what what went on and what the value of this of, of this was.
0: So you could go up and there on these pylons, each being dedicated to a branch of uh the military. Yes. There would be hanging dog tags that you could pull up and there's um John Smith and and yeah. you would be able to – much like I believe when the Vietnam Memorial went up um, in Washington, D.C., there was something about being able to touch the name yeah, and touched. be able to um, – do a, a a drawing over it so that you could take home that that was perhaps that that's was, true yeah. that was, yeah. but this has almost a three D effect. It's not just touching the name; it's touching their dog tag. It's well, touching who they were. Touching who
1: they were, and 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 the sound it would be almost like a voice. Mm-hmm. You look at it, that's what wind chimes are so popular. When you mm-hmm. when you talk about it, you can shut your eyes and almost feel like it's somebody is talking to you in that mm-hmm. regard. Uh, I think it brings the, the humanity to it, uh, to the point of view that this is not just some stale s- story in a book. Right. This, is the, this person was alive, is a live person. Mm-hmm. This is what they did. Mm-hmm. This is who they were. This and, is who they, they mattered to people.
0: And whether the story is something that you can access right away but just knowing that families could come together and touch this and go, this is a story we can share yeah, together. Yeah, I think
1: that's right. Right now mm-hmm. there's no such capability. I mean there's mm-hmm. no way that a family could come together and celebrate their father or mm-hmm. their, you know, their grandfather or their uncle or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, they could do it but they wouldn't – this would put the context together uh, in the level of service that they went to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And it's in a place that's not about grave sites.
1: Yes. Right,
0: you know, and because and, you can do that, and yeah. in, in grave sites, but how much more powerful to be a place where there is an honoring without the graves?
1: It's a, it's yeah, grave sites are very somber places. Mm-hmm. I've been to many of them in Europe, and I've been to you know, several of them in the United States, mm-hmm. and they're they have their they have their somber nature and. It's a place where you probably don't talk. Uh, right. You walk. This would be a place where people could say, you know, this is what this is what grandfather was. This is who my grandfather was.
0: A big storytelling
2: place.
1: Yeah, a storytelling place that could help. You know, the story, the good story, can heal a great deal. Mm-hmm. And this might be, you know, that he was, or he was, or she was. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing we have to remember: is that so many, that so much of the military service now is going to be female. It's half half female Mm -hmm. in all kinds of combat roles too. And we have to be able to tell that story. And uh, I think this will help us do that.
0: And with that, I want to encourage you all to stay with us because you can become a part of this and we will share how you can become a part and what role that you can play in bringing this to life. So stay with us. We'll be right back.
5: Fall is here, and thank goodness I have my Toyota Sienna from Rudy Luther Toyota. We had to move our son back to campus, and it just took one trip. More than enough room for all our college students' gear. Plus, no matter what the school year holds for us, we'll be ready. Driving our kids to and from their schools, soccer games and sports practices, band and extracurricular clubs, and of course, getting out into autumn and enjoying all the fun activities before the snow flies. The Sienna is the absolute perfect family vehicle and the most comfortable vehicle I've ever driven. Check out the Sienna at Rudy Luther Toyota, five miles west of downtown Minneapolis on 394.
6: Café Latte combines a cafe dining experience with gourmet quality food. Plus, you can still do online ordering and takeout, along with gift cards. Just go to CaféLatte.com and choose from their ever-changing selection of award-winning salads, sandwiches, and soups. Café Latte is located off Victoria and Grand and online at CaféLatte.com. Victor's 1959 Cafe on Grand Avenue in South Minneapolis is a little piece of Cuba right in South Minneapolis. It's an authentic taste of Cuban cuisine for any meal of the day. Favorites include the Ropa Vieja, Sweet Plantain Omelette, Seafood Paella, and more. Victor's has their dining room open for seating with no reservations required. Located off 38th and Grand, more at victors1959cafe.com.
5: Ahoo! this is Robert Pilot of Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. peeny gigi for all your support over these past three years. Because of your support, we bring you exciting news. Native Roots Radio is moving to a new time, 6 to 7, Monday through Fridays. Local and national guests help us keep current with Mother Earth and tribal issues. Native issues are human issues. We invite all people to walk hand-in-hand hand with us through our struggles, victories, and achievements. We are Awake. Join us Monday through Fridays at 6 p.m.
2: Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station.
0: Welcome back to Connections Radio Show, where we talk about ideas that matter. And in this last hour, we've been exploring a vision for a Bloomington Veterans Memorial. The goal would be 2023 for this to uh Come about. Uh, the mission is to design, build, and maintain a memorial to all veterans and their families of past, present, and future conflicts. And the mor- memorial will be designed to honor and recognize all veterans, to educate the public as to why wars were fought, and show why we should continue to honor these heroes for the freedoms we enjoy. It will be built on the grounds of the City of Bloomington Civic Plaza. And we have been uh, talking about this idea with Michael B. Dardis who is the author of The Dark Side of the Sun and it's a book that touches on Vietnam and the World War II experiences. And he brings a depth of understanding about honoring, educating and reflecting and building community, which are the four themes of this memorial. We also wanted to give our audience a chance to learn about ways that they can become involved with this. Um, There are both volunteer opportunities as well as donations that can be made. Um, you can go to the website, which is BloomingtonVeteransMemorial.org. I'm going to give that to you again. BloomingtonVeteransMemorial.org. And there are several ways to donate. When you go there, um, there is a, a way that if you want to give online, you can, of course, uh, make a donation by uh, credit card or you can uh, use your PayPal. If you want to make a donation by check, Um, You can find this, but I'm going to share it with you just in case um, you don't have access to a computer. So you can send it to the Bloomington Remembers Veterans, and that's P.O. Box 201524 in Bloomington, Minnesota at 55420. You can make a donation in honor or in memory of a special person. Um, You can even make a donation with your IRA. So those are all good things to be thinking about in in supporting this. Um, It is going to require about three-quarters of a million dollars to make this happen. There is about 5 percent in, which is about right two years out. Uh, But you need some support, don't you?
1: More support, the better. Yes. Thank you, Lori.
0: Yeah. So you also are looking for volunteers. Tell me about some volunteer opportunities.
1: Well, we have a growing need for volunteers. We have f- about 14 people on our two boards. Basically, we have our board of directors and our advisory board. And we would always welcome more people to be involved in our advisory committee. And you don't have to be a veteran to do that. We have a couple of, a, a couple of individuals that have close ties to, uh, to us. They've been working with us for some time. And uh, they have a, we have a pretty a, a, a really a, a close relationship with them. But we're looking for more people. We'd love to have some younger veterans. Uh, not that we're a bunch of old dogs. Well, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of us are Vietnam era veterans or retirees from the military, and uh, it would be nice to have the perspective from uh, from the younger veterans. And and I think we will get that. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, you know expanding our, our reach a little bit. But. Uh, Yes, and there are activities such as when we go out and uh, talk to various uh, committees, talk to various organizations, whether it's uh, Kiwanis Club, whether it's uh, the Chamber of Commerce or uh, various other groups of that nature, or individual businesses. Uh, we do would like to have people to help us do that. And if you have contacts in the community, we'd love to have those contacts help us uh, get this project established.
0: Now, when you go to the website, which, again, is Bloomington veteransmemorial.org. There's a place for contact us and you can provide your information and someone will get back to you about opportunities uh, to support this. Uh, and there's also the donate. So uh, you can go to the donate <laughs> section and, and give there. I, I wanted to take a moment to ask you, uh, Michael, to think about for Veterans Day, why this is so important for us to be um, – Veterans Day can turn into a lot of people, well, yeah, it's just another day off. It's another bank holiday and um, we don't take this moment. What are some things that you'd like us to be thinking about and, and this vision that we can be supporting?
1: Well, I think right now with the ending of the Afghan conflict uh, and unfortunately with the deaths of so many service members, because at the at the end of that, it's a reflection on a very real and current uh, example of sacrifice that was made, but it's we sit around and you know have a, a happy meal with our families or a day off. We have to recognize that there are millions of service members around the world that are in situations where it's not that comfortable, it's not that pleasant. Yes, they may have some contact electronically with their families, but they're they're not necessarily where they want to be. And they would love to be somewhere else, but they're willing to be there for all of us, and I think that's what we need to reflect in that. What people are willing to do, the sacrifice for others, and the veterans I think uh, are probably where, where that yeah, you know, we need to reflect on that for that purpose
0: and in being able to support the work that you're doing. Um, maybe one step closer for having the recognition of Veterans Day take a deeper
1: meaning. I think we're providing the, the 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 place and the source for recognizing that. I mean, if once the memorial is up, we will be having more and more people come to it uh, because it'll be in a location in the, where the city where there's a lot of activity anyway. So we're going to be reinforcing that that uh, that deed and that desire.
0: Well, of course, I love the idea of bringing connections together and bringing connections to our veterans, to the families, and to a place where people can understand what the impact of war has been, not just on our country as a whole, but individual by individual. And what does that mean? And, and how do we then look to the future in in our decision-making and our support? So thank you for joining us today in this conversation. Um, again, I'm going to give you the uh, the website for you to go to. Please consider donating, org. I'll be donating. My husband's brother died in Vietnam and this will be a wonderful way for that recognition um, to be made real. So if you have someone that you love, that you know – Um, that you want to be a part of, consider making a donation, especially on Veterans Day, as a way to honor these wonderful people. And thank you, Michael, for all the work you're doing.
1: Thank you, Laura.